I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Man, did did you have a chance to listen to this radio station for the past few hours? I I know I'm a part of this station, and its success is my success and all that, but I've got to tell you as objectively as I can uh, that I was just blown away impressed with the work of my colleagues here uh, on these airwaves, and in particular uh, impressed by all the guests that took time out of their day to speak on behalf of the African-American community and talk about race relations in Utah. There were some conversations which took place on these airwaves today uh, that I've never before heard. And that's a shortcoming of my own. I, myself in the past hour, was privileged enough to take part in conversations which I have never before had. And that was a shortcoming on my part. But we have had them now and we'll continue to have them. And if you missed a moment of what we broadcast over the past four hours here at KSL News Radio, please know that it is all available still. You can find it at KSLNewsRadio.com. You can find it wherever you download podcasts, as well if you make your way over to the KSL News Radio Facebook page, as well as my own, you'll see the video of these conversations. Remarkable stuff, wonderful insight. I insist that you take some time today uh, to go back and review what we were able to present here at KSL News Radio. Humbling stuff, important stuff. All right. This, uh, the final hour of today's episode of Live Mike, we're going to get back to the, the, the regular format, talk about some of the stories in the news. Uh, here's a headline that uh, caught my attention yesterday. and In fact, uh, producer Amy sent it my way. And very simply, uh, the headline reads, Melinda Gates, these people deserve to get coronavirus vaccine first. Melinda Gates uh, lays out uh, her beliefs as to who should be on the receiving end of the first doses of available coronavirus vaccine once that does, in fact, become available. Now, that led me to ask, oh, my gosh, who should be getting the first vaccines? You know, there are hundreds of millions of us Americans here uh, in this country and uh, countless more across the globe. And once a vaccine is developed, it will certainly take time to manufacture and ultimately distribute. It will take a good deal of time before a vaccine, a dose of the vaccine, is available to every single human being. And so the question is, when they do start to roll out, who should be the first to receive them? Which group of people? What type of person? What age? What gender? What ethnicity? What health status? What? How do you answer that question? Well, Melinda Gates seems to have uh, an answer. I'm going to walk through for you in just a moment what Melinda Gates feels. But first, let's set the stage. Uh, President Trump just yesterday, uh, while speaking at the White House, hinted that a breakthrough on this front may be around the corner. We're working very well on both. I think we're coming up with some great answers. I think you're going to have a big surprise, a beautiful surprise, sooner than anybody would think. 
A big, beautiful surprise. Now, uh, depending on how much stock you put in the president or not, uh, let me present a, another individual uh, from a position of authority, uh, quote-unquote, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He uh, just yesterday, rather on Tuesday, spoke before the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, and he discussed uh, how past diseases have been treated uh, through uh, the use of a vaccine. If you look at the history of viral diseases, it is generally vaccines that put the nail in the coffin. All right. Now, finally, here is Dr. Fauci saying that it is not a question of when. I'm sorry. It is not a question of if, but rather when. I believe it will be when and not if we get favorable candidates with good results. We will be able to make them available to the American public. As I said to this committee months ago, within a year from when we started, which would put us at the end of this calendar year and the beginning of 2021. So in your mind, put yourself in the end of this calendar year or the beginning of 2021. The initial doses of the vaccine are now available. Who should get them? According to Melinda Gates, you know, of uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation fame, uh, she believes that healthcare workers should be the first to have access to the coronavirus vaccine. One of the reasons, she says, quote, one of the reasons we are so involved in this is that you don't want the first vaccines to go to the highest bidding countries. There are 60 million healthcare workers around the world. They deserve to get the vaccine first. They're the ones dealing with this on the front lines trying to keep us all safe. She continues by saying, then you have to start to tier from there based on the countries and the populations. Here in the United States, it's going to be black people who really should get it first. This, again, Melinda Gates, as she lays out who she feels should be the first to receive the coronavirus vaccine once it's made available worldwide, starting with healthcare workers. 60 million of them, she claims, around the world deserve to be uh, first in line to receive this vaccine. I can't argue with that. She then goes on to say that here in the United States, it's going to be black people who really should get it first and many indigenous people, as well as people with underlying symptoms and then elderly people. Now, why did she say that? Why, why did she say that? If you look at the demographic impact or the impact on certain demographic groups, you will see African-American populations impacted at disproportionately high rates. There is a high rate of hospitalization and even death among uh, African-American and black communities as well as indigenous communities. And then, of course, it makes sense that we would administer the vaccine to those with underlying symptoms and then elderly people. What do you think? Does that all make sense to you? It makes sense to me. I think those who are most threatened by the virus should be the first to be armed against the virus. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect, perfect sense. I put this question to Facebook uh, yesterday uh, after producer Amy shared this, uh, this notion with me and shared the, the suggestions from Melinda Gates. I, I, I tell you what, it totally consumed my, my thoughts. And I just kept working out all these different scenarios. And uh, I thought, well, let's see what Facebook has to say. And so on the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page, the one where you'll see the little live mic logo up in the corner of the profile image, I put the question there very simply. Who should get the COVID-19 vaccine first? And I got a number of i got a number of fascinating answers, some of them in jest, <laughs> and I'll share those with you here in a moment. Uh, the, let me sort these, uh, the 
the responses by newest. Uh, here's one. Angela says, the poor, locked up, elderly patients that haven't seen their families or been hugged by them in months. Yeah. Those poor elderly patients who haven't seen their families or hugged them in months. I can get behind that. I, I'd give up my spot for any one of those individuals. 100%. Diana says, uh, Dr. Fauci <laughs> should get it. Uh, here's another one. The elderly, then kids, so they can go to school. Starting with the elderly, then kids, uh, so that they can go to school. Uh, Dennis says, uh, healthcare workers and first responders, so they continue, so they can continue to help uh, those that need it. I can get behind that. And then David uh, makes an interesting comment. Uh, it's not a direct response to the question, but it does bring up an interesting point. Those who want it, and those who want it only, there will inevitably be a sector of the world's population that rejects the vaccine for whatever reason. What do you think about that? Should the administration of this vaccine be compulsory? I can't get behind that. Anyway, what do you think? Who should get the vaccine first? 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, though, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about Mount Rushmore. Trump is weighing in. So, too, is the governor there. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.